You're listening to Startup Nation Radio on News Talk 760 WJR. Here's Jeff Sloan. Welcome back to Startup Nation Radio. This is our Ask the Experts show. And if you've got a question, we're going to open up the phone lines for you to have direct access to our experts today. 800-859-0957. Feel free to call in. And our expert in this segment of Startup Nation's radio Ask the Expert show, Michael Spath. You're the client executive and small business advisor at uh, the great Kapnick Insurance Group. Welcome back, Michael. Good to have you on. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. it's been an interesting few weeks uh, since we since we last spoke. You know, lots going on. We talked the last time I was in here about the weather, how the weather impacted. The weather has kind of maybe settled down a little bit and is not having as many claims when it comes to water damage uh, in people's homes or people's businesses. Uh, but Jeff, I've got to say, one of the things that we've talked about a couple of times that continues to be extremely buzzworthy is cyber oh, insurance. Man, I'm hearing it more and more and more. Six months ago, you, you really heard very little of it. Of course, it was there, but you're absolutely right. It has become such a hot button issue for cybersecurity in general. And then as part of that cyber insurance. Well, we were just meeting with an insurance carrier. Uh, I, I had a conversation earlier this week and one of the things that they talked about is, you know, they used to just be like part of like a, like a, a regular business owner's policy where they would just write it in and it would be, you know, throwing 25 bucks in there or something like that for a little bit of coverage. And now because of the way that the game has changed, because, uh, you know, we, we were discussing this Russian hackers. I mean, Russia is one of the uh, seven countries that is actively take, you know, taking interest in American businesses and trying to disrupt things. Um, how the insurance aspect has changed. And one of the things that we're advising clients now is, is look at your limits because a, a standard limit of $25,000 or $50,000 really is not going to cover you at all. What we're recommending to clients is a standard level of about $500,000 yeah. uh, in cyber insurance coverage for regardless of whether you're a, you know, a small business, a medium sized business, like that's going to cover uh, any type of lawsuit that you have. It's going to cover legal fees. It's going to cover public relations. It's going to cover talking to a cybersecurity firm and building your, your firewall yeah. uh, back up. I mean, and it's going to cover if you if you have to have a ransomware payment. It's going to cover all those different things. And yeah. so that's kind of the standard limit now. You know, it's interesting. Six months ago, a year ago, certainly small business wasn't focused on this. This seemed like an issue for big enterprise kind of companies. But, you know, these guys are going to mess around wasting their time with small businesses. You better believe it. They are now. They really are. I read a statistic recently. I think it was nearly half of all the cases now are for small and medium-sized businesses, not the big guys. Uh, why? They're easier targets. Many don't have the right cybersecurity in place and so on. So cyber insurance becomes even more important. And, and so I, what I do want to understand, when you talk about you know, uh, ransomware, you talk about the threat, you talk about you know, why have this insurance, what are we talking about covering here? You know, what, what, give us some stories about what's going on here. Yeah, so I, I can't really give away too much information about actual examples because it's yeah, uh, proprietary. Sure, sure. But let's just use like In general small business A. Small business yeah. A is collecting credit card information from its customers. That business gets hacked, and that credit card information now gets, uh, you know, essentially it's out there. And so now I'm a I'm someone who uses that service, and now my credit card information is out there. And, that and I'm going to hold you, the business, responsible. Yeah, you're going to hold the business responsible. I, I mean, I gave you my credit card, trusted it with you. You were supposed to take care of it. You were supposed to have the right protections in place, and you didn't. Absolutely. And so not only can the customer sue you and say, hey, um, you know, I, I need to be redeemed. I need to be indemnified for this loss. Maybe it's been a couple hundred bucks at this point. Somebody put it on my credit card. But in addition to that, the company that hacked you can say, well, hey, in order for us to give you your information back, 
Right. Uh, we're gonna we want a hundred grand. Right. And so in both situations, your cyber insurance is covering your costs. Right. You're also maybe if if the lawsuit ends up getting to that level, uh, you need legal fees. You you have an attorney you have to hire. And so the cyber insurance is going to cover those legal fees. You know what else you're going to get hit with? You're going to get hit with a little bit of a public relations because you yes, have to sure. release this information. Yep. You're required by at least in the state of Michigan, you're required by the state of law uh, that says you have to release this information. Well, now you're releasing this. And you're going to take a PR hit. And so maybe you have to hire some public relations team uh, to go in there and, you know, build you back up. Is all that covered under the policy? All of it's covered. That's amazing. And then the, the other part, too, is, well, Jeff, uh, you don't want it to have, happen again. And so you got to look at all your systems and say, what do we have in place right now? And if you don't have great security in place, well, now you got to go to a, a security company and hire them to come in and give you better firewall protection, give you right. second identification. Right. And so now you're getting that covered. And so it covers a lot. It helps you tremendously. But again... What type of limit do you have? If you have fifty thousand dollars in coverage, uh, you're going to go through fifty thousand dollars really quickly. If yep. you have five hundred thousand dollars in coverage, that's a lot more available. And what we always say is, a lot of people say, and especially small businesses, well, how much is it going to cost me? And you know, maybe it's twelve hundred dollars, depending on your exposures, your risk factor. That's going to impact the premium. Maybe it's three or four thousand dollars. But as I always say to people, I know, like I was a small business owner, I understand that every cost you have to weigh. But this is happening to more and more small businesses. And would you rather pay that three or four thousand dollars right, up front, right, or be on the hook for three hundred thousand oh dollars if you don't have it in place? Right. I mean, this can be catastrophic, literally. What I love about you guys and, and having a good agent, regardless of where you source that agent, is that this is a fast-moving area. Things are changing constantly, and you don't know what to ask for. You don't know which coverages to get, which ones not to get. Am I covered for this? Am I not covered for that? If nothing else, the peace of mind that comes with knowing you've thought it through for me or your agent, whoever that may be, has thought it through for you and you've really been professionally handled and protected is, uh, man, that's worth a lot. Well, that's really the key. I mean, that's why you hire an insurance uh, agent, insurance broker is to look out for you. And again, some of these conversations are not the easiest conversations because they're asking you, uh, hey, look, I need you to really consider this uh, this coverage. And yeah. yes, it's going to cost you some money. But you need that agent who is going to push you on these things and is going to have the honest conversations with you. Um, sometimes that's a hard truth. I mean, I've run into clients who want me just to tell them what they want to hear. Yeah. But if I tell them what they want to hear yeah. and a year down the road, something happens and they come back and say, well, how come I don't have this coverage? It's because, well, I told them what they wanted to hear and now what they needed to hear. There's a big difference. You need to have an agent who tells you what you need to hear and not just the one who's placating you to give you what you want. No question. Now, Michael, we opened up the phone lines again, 800-859-0957. We've got Susan from Wyandotte. Susan, welcome to Startup Nation Radio. You've got a question for Michael Spath. Go ahead. Welcome to the radio show. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Michael. Um, I've been listening, and now I am kind of concerned. Um, I have general liability for my accounting business, and now I'm thinking I might need something more specialized. Um, is there a package that I should consider? Uh, if so, what's the process look like for adding things to the general liability insurance that I already have for my for my business? Yeah, that's a great question, Susan. Thank you, Michael. I think this is something everybody wonders. We've we've really really pushed the importance of liability. Clearly, it is important to have that coverage, but. Is it one policy fits all, or you pick and choose the areas? You come in and you know think about the business yeah. and say, here's where you're vulnerable. Well, and in her business uh, in particular, and it actually speaks to you know she's an accountant, but uh, attorneys, uh, financial advisors, um, all kind of fit into this into this uh, subset. And so I imagine Susan probably has a physical location, and her physical location, someone walks in, they trip and fall, 
That's where their general liability is going to cover. Someone gets hurt on on her location. Um, It's also going to cover her in terms of like if she gets sued for advertising, if she's advertising against a competitor and the competitor says like, well, how you're hurting my business, uh, general liability is going to help you there. Where it doesn't help her, okay, and so tax season comes up in April, she is taking care of a number of clients' taxes. And someone ultimately says like, well, I, I, I took a financial loss or something happened to me because of advice that you gave me. That's where her general liability is not going to cover her. And so what we refer to as errors and omissions, professional liability, you are giving professional advice. You're handling a professional, you know, uh, aspect of a person's finances. And if that doesn't go to the degree that the client is looking for, they can turn around and say, well, this is what you told me. And then I took a financial loss. And so I'm going to sue you. And so that's, that is professional liability errors and omissions coverage. Uh, there's also a tech aspect that we can talk about on a future podcast. Uh, but Jeff, you need that. And then what's it going to ultimately come down to is, well, what type of business do you have? Um, you know, a financial advisor that's handling a billion dollars worth of assets is maybe their exposure is a little bit higher uh, than an accountant who's handling your day-to-day taxes, handling your quarterly estimates. Um, and so Susan, I would tell you, you know, give me give me a call, uh, you know, reach out to me at capnic.com uh, and we can set you up. And it's And it's, again, it's not going to be you know, a $10,000 policy that's going to put you in a hole. Um, we're going to look at how many clients you have, what's your total payroll coming in, uh, your, your gross sales, uh, and, and just determine like what you particularly need. I'm not going to, I don't like putting certain numbers and saying it's only going to cost you this, but I will tell you that it's a very affordable for what the risk factor is. Yeah. And I know that being a radio show host and giving advice on air, even that's an example of where you need that kind of insurance, right? You're giving advice and guidance to people and you, Absolutely. Know, you do your best to give the best possible advice you can, you can possibly muster. And certainly we do that here at Startup Nation, but you know, it's good to have coverage yeah, for I mean, a guy like in, in my seat too. In your position, by I mean, way of example. You're, you're not being necessarily hired by someone who's listening to your show. But if someone's listening to your show and saying, hey, I'm taking all the advice from Jeff Sloan and his experts on how to create my business, and that person starts a small business, and that ultimately, six months later, a year later, they don't succeed. And they say, like, well, I was taking advice from Jeff Sloan, and right. he turns around. Right. You know, there is a there is a liability exposure, exposure there. Exposure, sure. You know, again, does that mean that that client's going to win a lawsuit? Of course not. No, it doesn't. But the moment that you get sued, you have your costs associated with yes, that. Yes, and that's yes. where your insurance kicks yeah, in. Absolutely. Great. Michael, wish we had more time, but this is great. Covered uh, cyber insurance, critical, and now a little bit about liability insurance. Uh, it's really good having you on. And Susan, thank you for calling in. Hope this was informative. And- Susan, call me back. <laughs> okay. You can give me a call 734-929-3928 or just reach out to me at capnic.com uh, and happy to help you with that. Okay, right on. Good. We'll be back with more on this Ask the Expert show on Startup Nation Radio. Stick with us. Be back with more after this break. Mm-hmm.